Welcome back in to Talking MSU Hockey. Welcome back. Uh, my guest today is none other than Maddie Warren, who is a writer for the State News. Maddie, so good to have you on. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a very exciting season. Um, you joined the State News, uh, the, their hockey beat just this year. It's sort of um, I guess new to you. What has that experience just been like as far as the season goes? Yeah, well, I think I definitely lucked out a little bit this year. I know in the past, like, this is the best season they're having and probably like 12 seasons. So I definitely got lucky with that one, kind of jumping on. Um, obviously, I've been doing journalism my whole college career. I'm about to graduate in May, but sports is kind of something that I decided to try out this year. So I started on Sports Desk in the fall, and then, you know, I was assigned to the hockey beat, and I was like, okay, like, we'll see how this goes. I wasn't super familiar with the sport, so it was a lot of, like, learning at first. Um, but, yeah, it's just been so great so far. And, like you said, obviously they've been having a pretty solid season. So it's kind of exciting to – I'm also from, like, the East Lansing area, so it's exciting to see people, you know, the buzz around MSU hockey is starting to come back. Real quick, just sort of flashback uh, in sort of a rewind – as to what Michigan State has been through over the course of the past year, um, I mean, let's go. Let's start with April twelfth, right? You have Michigan State firing Danton Cole after Michigan State lost fifteen of their last sixteen games. I mean, there was a point where I almost, you know, and I know that this is sort of right. You you have a job that you go to, but it anybody will tell you that it's not fun to cover a team that's just not that competitive like it's just not a fun experience firing of Cole you have that in April and then Nightingale was hired in May so you have that right and then you have this season where you where you have the renovations as well so it's almost like this perfect storm of sort of this hype for the new arena and then also this hype of a new coaching staff coming in just in time for that. Um, when you first saw the renovations to Mun Ice Arena, um, what were what were uh, your initial thoughts? Yeah, well, obviously, um, I was part of the tour of like the first initial media tour that they gave us at the beginning of the season. And I don't have a ton of knowledge about what other hockey college hockey facilities look like. But I was, I saw it and I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like I wish I was a hockey player. This is so nice, like getting to spend every day here. Like, you know, if I was a 16, 17 year old, like college hockey recruit, I, that would definitely be like a selling point for me to come to Michigan State. And it's definitely going to be helpful to convince recruits and, and impress them. Uh, I remember specifically, because they, you, like you said, they were given the media tour, and I remember going through, and uh, Carson Dorwart was showing everyone off, like, the shooting room. You know, Nightingale was uh, showing that off a little bit, you know, too. He was like, every time, you know, it's it's great news when they're, you know, when I'm at my desk, and they're right underneath, they're going, bam, 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 you know? Um, which is great to hear, right? And there's always been those stories of, of guys that want to come into the arena and, and improve and take advantage of those new facilities. There's also um, that right outside next to the shooting room is this sort of uh, nutrition desk. 
um you know this lounge they got like nhl network on and i just thought that that was really cool i was like oh like you know you come in there and you know just relax for a second you know between like practice workout whatever um but uh but yeah overall it was very impressive and and something that's it also kind of ties into that too was for me anyway it was it was interesting because like last season they felt like they'd play like two periods of a game right and you play like really competitive hockey and then by the third period they were completely gassed like totally out of energy and the fact that Michigan State this year has taken such an approach to combat that and make sure that by the end of the game like like Nightingale you know you saw right they are a third period type of team they are not going to quit towards the end so I don't know that was uh just just kind of what I noticed and I think that's an interesting point that you made like um with this past weekend you know playing a third game on Sunday um I think one of the players mentioned that because, you know, or they were asked about it, like if, you know, since the players train so hard in practice and they say Nightingale's practices are harder than the games, you know, they were ready for that third day. Whereas, you know, when you normally only play two days, um, you know, maybe Notre Dame wasn't as prepared. I mean, obviously it was still a very close competitive game, but, you know, having that extra just the level of requirement that the practices like entail, I think, definitely helped them play that extra day and have that energy into Sunday. No, absolutely. And I mean, and just as kind of um, just one last thing real quick, uh, I know that I've been talking to a couple of recruits and they've mentioned Will Morlock's name and he's kind of their like strength guy. They're, tr- you know, one of their uh, trainers on staff. So he's been very helpful too in having, because he used to work at the NCDP with, you know, when Nightingale was there. And so that was, you know, pretty big for them as well is having that sort of consistency to a lot of these NTDP guys that come into, you know, the team. Um, I did also kind of want to uh, ask you or because I don't know about you because I I didn't know what to anticipate with this season. Like it was very much like I know it's going to be different, but I don't know how good this team is going to be. So when they started losing like they lost to the U18s at the you know the first exhibition game and then they come in and uh lose to Bowling Green in their season opener right and then they go on the road obviously and win it was sort of this uh this nervous atmosphere i wasn't sure uh like how they were going to do but then they come in they won one against UMass Lowell right and then they which is you know UMass is a pretty good team right Lowell's a pretty good team And then they come in and they sweep Long Island, which obviously they should, like, you know, because they're a superior team to Long Island. But I wasn't sure where to put the measuring stick yet. And so that, I guess, made me feel better. Like, we're better than last year. That is where that sort of kicked off for me. I'm not sure if you had any sort of epiphany moment in where you really felt confidence to where this team can actually play some exciting games i wouldn't say i was expecting them to like you know come out of the gate immediately like sweeping everyone but i would say um probably like the ohio state or wisconsin series don't remember which came first i think it was ohio state um you know when sweeping both of those teams i think that was kind of 
probably when people, definitely people started to realize and I started to realize, I was like, okay, like, whoa, this is, this is, they're giving very solid performances, like, right away. And obviously, Ohio State and even Wisconsin improved a lot since then, and Michigan State also improved. So I think throughout the season, obviously everybody gets better, but that was probably, like, the moment I remember of being like, okay, like, this team is going to be able to compete this season in this conference. Yeah, no, and, and and like you said, I mean, the Wisconsin, I can't remember which came first either, but I do remember because Michigan State beats, you know, both teams, right? So, like, um, the Ohio State series was a little bit, like, if they would have split that series, I would have just been like, okay, whatever. But at the same, I mean, with the same with the Wisconsin series, I mean, if they would have split that series with the expectations that I had coming in, like I knew that Michigan State should have beaten Wisconsin now, especially now that I know what Wisconsin was and the fact that it was a home series as well. Right. From MSU. But and Wisconsin, I, I don't believe that they won a single uh, road series until they um, beat Penn State in the final weekend of the of the season that which which elevated Michigan State up that spot right so Wisconsin was sort of again I was sort of iffy about even too because it was like is this team better than you know last year right so like you I mean again like I said they lost 15 of the last 16 games last season and that included a game in in which they played Michigan in the playoffs had a major penalty like Michigan took a major penalty so they had a 5 minute power play they could could have scored as many times as they would like in that 5 minutes and they ended up getting scored on twice so like there was just that's the sort of season that they had and so to have anything better would have been to me satisfactory I guess. Um, but you graduate this year, so you won't get to see where this team goes and what uh, what they do. Will you be paying attention? Will you go to games? What are you going to do after, uh, after now? Yeah, I mean, I will definitely be paying attention. I hope to come to games. I'm not totally sure what my plans are like career-wise yet. I don't have anything set in stone. So depending on where I end up, um, I'm definitely planning to come to, you know, at least some games because, you know, I've kind of, you know, been following this team, invested in this team now. So interested and in, definitely interested in where they're going to end up in the next few years. So definitely not going to like stop paying attention to them altogether. I think that will be very difficult for me to do because I'm going to like be like peeking in on them and being like, okay, like, how are they doing? Who's, I think it'd also be interesting, um, you know, like sometimes one player will have a good season, then the next season somebody else does well. So I think I'm interested to see of the people who stay, who, you know, if there's going to be like a new person that's like at the top of the the scoring chart or like if it's going to be kind of like the same mix. No, and, and, and exactly. And I know we had a coaching change, right, this year. But, like, mm -hmm. at the same time, Nico Mueller kind of fits into that category. Like, like before, he was sort of – I mean, he was a he was a definitely a solid player. You know, he's one of the more solid players on the team. But at the same time, like, Michigan State didn't really have any depth. And when they lost Mitchell Lewandowski due to injury last year, 
that was sort of the end of end of it for them. And also, there wasn't really like any offense that they could have generated last year. Whereas with Adam Nightingale, you're seeing like he notices a problem on the ice. He notices where Michigan State is, and he attempts to solve it with with through his coaching, right? And I think that's really sort of a testament to his uh, prowess as a coach, the type of coach that he is. So uh, I don't know. I mean, like last year, Michigan State couldn't score points. They just had their defensemen scoring points. And now when Cole Krieger is scoring points as a defenseman, suddenly it's surprising, right? So like that's, I feel like, good news for for the team. If you have a grade that you would give this uh this team season um you know I, I mean obviously they won they've accomplished a lot they beat Michigan for the first time in a while um and they played Michigan competitively every time uh and I don't think that uh Michigan is you know incredible I don't think that they're like Minnesota or I think even Ohio State might be better than them obviously Michigan State won their first Big Ten series uh you know ever I mean since 2013 when the conference was established first time they've advanced beyond a playoff round since 2013 when they won in the CCHA against Alaska so there's that I mean there's so many different Things that you could say that this team accomplished that past MSU teams weren't able to. Um, but I'm thinking like B plus ish. I'm not sure where you would, you know, mark it. B minus. Yeah, I'm being generous. Um, yeah, I, I would say like, I was thinking a B minus, I know, like, I think it's hard to, I think, I, I mean, I don't know, I think it's hard to, I'm so indecisive, but I think it's hard to, like, sum it up, like, together, because I think that they were just really, I think they were better in some areas than others. So I feel like if you, like, you know, like, your teacher would give you like, grades on different multiple things like I think sometimes like certain areas would get like a higher grade than others and then maybe like averaging it together but I don't know like a B B minus I think so I'm taking two classes right now and I'll and I'll uh you know expand right so like uh for example um Mm -hmm. my history professor is a very fair grader right? Like he's very fair, right? So like if I, even if I feel like I do whatever, it's still, he's going to give me a fair grade. So if I deserve a 3.0, he's going to give me a 3.0. He's not going to just round up because he feels pity for me. Um, Whereas like I have a, uh, another professor who teaches a different class and she is very much like, like I've gotten I'm a good writer, and I've gotten an, a 4.0, like not even a 4.0, a full grade on every paper I've written for her. You know what I mean? Like it's very much like I hand it in, and that's mm-hmm. really all it takes to get like a 4.0. It was just very easy. Like with my, yeah, I would maybe give them mm-hmm. relative to last season, 
by the bare minimum, you know, they get maybe a B, yeah. B plus. But, like, yeah, you're right. If 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 you're going to be fair with them, then, yeah, they had kind of a, a long way uh, to go. Not necessarily. I wouldn't say it's a perfect season by far. Yeah, and I mean, like, first year that this – like the coaching staff and most of the players are together. So obviously it's not going to be perfect. And there's, yeah, of course there's room for improvement. But I think, you know, if you look at everything they have accomplished, you know, having the best season um, this program has had in over a decade, like since I was in middle school. um, Yeah, I think B minus, B. Lastly, I just want to ask you real quick, uh, what... Um, you know, you've written a, a few pieces, columns, whatever, uh, as far as, you know, your work, obviously you've spent the past two years with the state news. Um, what has been your favorite, uh, you know, piece, maybe something that you're like super proud of that you wrote? Oh boy. Um, I know I didn't I mean, prepare I guess, you. <laughs> I guess like this year, um, we'll stick to hockey because there's everyone's jillions of stories um I guess the the column that I wrote after the Michigan series I mean um once they started losing over winter break I was a little bit worried that that was going to come back to you know um get me later basically my take was like the Michigan series was like really validating for them and I, I think it ended up being um it was that and I think when they played in Michigan again the second time around obviously they didn't you know they lost both of those games but I think that they played better than a series sweep well and and I don't like the way that that hockey games are decided by shootouts I'm sure you've seen that debate where like you know it's like you know a team sport is decided at the end by a skills contest you know what i mean that sort of that sort of deal right so like michigan state yes maybe they might not have been you know better than michigan in that game but at the same time you know i think that though michigan even though again it was like 3 to 1 i do think that michigan state played michigan very well i de- i also think that by the way cuz my take i mean you're kind of right you're kind of right on the nose because when Michigan State played Michigan, they were very, um, like I said, competitive. And I think that, um, you know, if you were watching a lot of, uh, like, Eric Portillo, who's Michigan's goalie, like, he wasn't uh, necessarily, um, let's just say his rebound control wasn't great, right? So, like, he, you know, there were just stuff. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, I'm, like, if Michigan State was right in the crease, like, right in the slot, right in front, you know, Michigan State's going to bury those. But Michigan State, I think Michigan's defense ultimately saves them because, you know, there's guys to pick up the rebound. And so, um, I don't know. Like, again, like I said, you know, it was only a one-score game in uh, three of those games. They could have gone either way. And, uh, I mean, the Michigan State, like, you know, the win at first, you could say that also could have gone Michigan's way. But, you know, when when you have games that are that close, like, they could have, you know, at any point, they could have gone either way. So, Right. And I think that also has to do with, like, the rivalry. It, I, that The rivalry between Michigan and Michigan State and, like, any sport is just so intense. And it's really, like doesn't matter if one team is better than the other. It's like whoever wants to win more that day, whoever like comes out stronger, even if they might not be 
better skill wise. I think that has a lot to do with it. And especially with that third game at Mun, um, the all the penalties, that was just like the most wild thing I've seen in a long time. Um, well, Maddie, it's been great. Um, thank you for so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's always fun to talk Michigan State. And yeah. It is. It absolutely is. Except for the crushing Big Ten tournament losses that we have to talk about. But thankfully, um, uh, you know, it, that doesn't have to. I'm referring to basketball, obviously, which, yeah. you know, wasn't yeah. great to see. So you know. anyway, um, every episode comes out on Tuesday. Uh, for those of you uh, who listened, thank you so much. And we will see you guys in the next one.